Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. I mean, loves... Oprah Winfrey. Uh-huh. And she proved it yesterday when she had Oprah on her show. I didn't catch the whole thing. I actually had my back turned to toward because to this TV. It was on uh, TV4. Why is Oprah doing interviews? This is something new. What did what, she, Well, she was on CBS this morning yeah. yesterday, too. Yeah. Was it because it's because of the color purple. Okay. The right. movie. So she's promoting something. Oh, yes. big time. Yeah. yeah. All right. She was like a big funding force behind it and all in. Okay. So she's making the rounds. And during their chat, because it was on mute, so I didn't get to hear what they were saying, but I learned later that. Drew basically cuddled up to Oprah on the couch. This is what I saw. <laughs> and like locked fingers with her. Oh, boy. And then with her other hand, yeah. she started stroking Oprah's arm. Okay. So that's the moment that I walked in on. And how is Oprah reacting to this caress? She didn't seem to think it was weird. No, actually, yeah, are they, she seemed are very they comfortable. Friends? Are they tight? Do they? I mean, it, it, well, they're definitely friends. I don't know how they tight they really, are. They have a prior relationship to her showing up on this show. I mean, they're not like she's not Gail in the inner tight. circle, <laughs> but they don't. You feel like everybody's time? friends with Oprah? Like if you met <laughs> yeah, her, yeah. you would be like, "Come in." Yeah. I think you would so. like to think yeah. that if yeah. you showed up at her doorstep, she would say that. She would give you some sort of like like casserole. Right. Meanwhile, something. she's hitting a button sending the Rottweilers <laughs> exactly. and the <laughs> team up the, up the driveway. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait. I thought she only had cute puppies. What? <laughs> no, uh, it made some viewers uneasy. I mean, I thought it was a little weird too. Did it look awkward though? I mean, did it did it look that? It would have looked thing. more awkward if Oprah looked uncomfortable, but Oprah did not look uncomfortable, so it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Gotcha. Because I've seen Drew at other times do these kinds of things, and I think that Drew is a very sweet woman. Totally. I think she is kind-hearted. I think it's sincere. I think it's yeah. genuine. Just sometimes it doesn't look it. I know. Because so very, I mean, people, most people just don't act that way. Right. So She's very demonstrative. Yeah, she wears yes. your feelings on her shirt sleeve. Right. So the but that affection comes out in strange ways sometimes. Yeah, and it looks awkward, and people just go, eh, and that that leads people to believe it's fake, and that she's just overdoing it a bit. Well, some <laughs> some viewers were weighing in 
one said, Drew is too overbearing and cringy, and it doesn't seem genuine the way she fawns all over her guests. Oh, no. I mean, um, I've seen her on the get on the floor on her knees in front of guests before. Yeah. Yeah. Another said it was, quote, past my boundary. <laughs> One even suggested Oprah's body language made it clear that she, quote, wanted her hand back. Oh, God, that's funny. So I don't know. I Oprah's a pro in the sense that I think she can handle anything. You know, she takes every situation yeah. in stride. She's been at it for a long time, you know. She's done a lot of work, a lot of personal growth there. So she's pretty unflappable, but yeah, I think she also read Drew in such a way that knew that it was genuine, knew that it was sincere. Right. But There's probably other people that would not be able to get away with it. Like if she was injured, if Matt Like Lauer, if I started caressing Oprah's arm. Right, you, maybe not. <laughs> no. But like when Matt Lauer comes out and finally does an interview after six years. Oh, right? I can't wait. And, and he was sitting on the couch next to Oprah. If he leaned over and held her hand and started <laughs> caressing, I don't think Oprah would be very tolerant Probably not. of that. Nope. <laughs> now we're talking about, the reason Matt Lauer came to mind is he was at a wedding and we were talking about this off the air earlier. Yeah, this that, is amazing uh, that yeah. Matt Lauer, who for all intents and purposes, I mean, he's living his life, he's living a quiet life. In the Hamptons, right? Well, For until now, recently. Because there's rumor that he's uh, possibly relocating to New Zealand. Oh, really? Yes. Yep. Um, but he was pretty much like ostracized from his world. And oh, yeah. he also Everybody turned on reportedly yeah. cut everyone in his life off, even those, even some of those who were supportive of him. Yep. And uh, just kind of ended a lot of those friendships and relationships after the fact for, you know, whatever reason that he seemed to think was appropriate at the time. But uh, he was invited by a Today Show producer to her wedding, mm -hmm. apparently. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he accepted the invitation. And he went and there were lots of people there. Knowing that there would be a lot of people from yes. NBC and other networks there. That's weird to me. Like, could you imagine being A, the producer that's like, I'm going to invite Matt, you guys. Like I hope gonna, you're okay with it because I'm exactly, inviting him. Exactly, like I'm that doing ha it. A had to be a conversation, so they yeah. knew it was coming. B, I feel like that person probably did struggle with inviting him in the first place because he has out mm -hmm. so many people, well, and that's what like they got to be tight. Oh, whoever yeah. this is probably an ex of his. I think or her name's Jennifer. He's a very yeah. special <laughs> man in my life. Oh, yeah. Gary, I know that he, there were some things. <laughs> okay, I know that was the convo. Yeah, yeah different time, was, different place. But I was telling you, I was reading this morning that he and Savannah shared a really long hug and a kiss, and they chatted for several minutes. And evidently, he hadn't spoken to her. I mean, that's what the sources are saying that they know yeah. of. They haven't spoken in six years. Yeah, wow. But the, the, the sources doing, baby? You good? came from People Magazine, which is usually pretty, yeah. pretty page accurate. Six? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, but the latest stuff. Oh, yeah. The wedding stuff came from page six, right? Yeah. But the fact that he had cut off all these friendships and relationships oh, yeah. and stuff came from people. That was a different article I was reading with Jeff that one day about how Matt wants to relocate to New Zealand. Like once his kids, his kids are like older. And once they get older and older, he wants to kind of like not be in the States anymore. He wants to completely go and live in New Start Zealand. Over. Right. And evidently his girlfriend that he has right now wants to stay stateside. So mm. that's kind of like a little... What's going to huh. happen with the two of them? No. Huh. I'm sure there's a way you could do both. Eh? You got to stay in one Surely. place all year long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hmm. think you'd get kind of bored there after a while. You'd want to change the scenery, but maybe not. I mean, but think about when you got to travel back home. 
I mean, that oh, flight. that flight. Days, right? Right. Yeah, the adjusting. Well, Dakota Johnson's number one priority in life, evidently, is sleep. Uh, Dakota Rich. Johnson says that she's not functional if she gets anything less than 10 hours of sleep, oh, which God. I find fascinating because I don't know that any of us here on the show. I couldn't tell you the no. last time I got 10 gets hours It's more than six hours of sleep, do oh, we? Oh, God. But it, you know, on the weekends, I, I shoot for eight. Um, sometimes I get it, but it's rare. I can't and sleep I just for want eight. I just 10. want eight. I just want there's no way that like I just I think it. I would have to be like given some sort of sedative to even sleep ten hours. Like I just don't think I could sleep for that long. It's yeah. I used to be able to. Yeah. When I was drinking. When you were in college or something. <laughs> when I was in college and you when wake I was up, drinking. It's two? Yeah. Like yeah. I'd have to be recovering from something. Yeah. Or, like a or flu. super dead tired for some unusual reason for me to sleep that long. Um my ideal is probably seven. Um I usually don't sleep longer than that when left to my own without an alarm clock to have to yeah. worry about. But yeah, for whatever reason, she needs 10. And they do say that people need different amounts of sleep in order it to function at their everybody. optimum mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but she says uh, 10 is her minimum. She can easily go 14 hours. Wow. Dang. She says, I don't, I don't have a regular wake-up time. If I'm not working... And, or if I have a day off, like on a Monday, then I will sleep in as long as I can. What a luxury. Oh, it gets better. <laughs> when it comes to her mental health, yeah. she likes to take a bath no matter what time of the day it is. Okay. Yeah. She also yeah. does transcendental meditation twice a day, focuses on breath work to help with anxiety. Nice. So, She's doing good stuff. Oh, she and she gets to do it all day, every yeah. day. Oh, my God. I know. That's Can like you a dream. imagine? No, that's like a dream. How centered she must be. Oh, God. Centered and grounded and peaceful and just at ease at all times. What about if you were dating her, though? Oh, God. Like, I mean, that's got to be the real dream. You like, never see her because she sleeps. Day. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. And when you do see her, she's so centered. You're like, hey, babe. And she just is... Very She's pleasant. still with Chris Martin, isn't she? Yeah, they're dating. Hey, honey, yeah. you want to go out uh, with me and the guys? Uh, no, I think I'm just going to... Okay. I'm just going to take a bath <laughs> yeah. in <her> bed. <laughs> that there sounds go. good. Enjoy. Yeah. Well, All Ozzy right. Osbourne says his reality show, The Osbournes, wasn't different from their regular life because it was not scripted. It was only on for four seasons. Feels like it was on for a lot more than that. And it was a long time ago. It was 2002 to 2005 on MTV. It's not like Ozzy Osbourne could follow a script to begin with. Right, exactly. You could, that would be expecting <laughs> far too much from the man. Hey, he sings all those songs. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> Some would argue. What he said was what they call reality TV now is not really, not, it really is really not reality. What they do now is kind of scripted reality. It's not raw. Yeah. He said, with our show, what you saw was what really went on. It wasn't contrived. We didn't become the Osbournes that you see just for the show. That's the way we are. And all they did was take funny bits out of it. Ozzy also said he was ready to end the show once the producers at MTV started to ask them to do things they normally wouldn't do. He said, at that point, I lost interest in it. Yeah, that's when it gets dumb. I used to live next door to Pat Boone. And I got to tell you, people think Pat Boone's a nerd. And I must confess, I, I was under that category for a while. What? It really <laughs> is. I mean, living next door to the Osborne, bricks go, rocks go through the window. And, yes! and he never complained once. Please don't I get drunk or, or get stoned. You know, I kind of made out what he said. He was making the point that they used to live next door to Pat Boone. Mm -hmm. You know, the old the old crooner from yes. like our grandmother's oh. era. Right. Who was like this super clean, 
G-rated straight guy. And with all the insanity going on at the Osborne house and all the screaming and yelling and (laughs) smashing of this, and he said they never complained once. Aww. Jenna and I got to sit down with him once. He's like the nicest guy you'll oh, ever meet, yeah. too. Yeah, like oh, he I doesn't strike me as the that. type who would call the cops. Please don't get drunk or, or get stunned tonight. I love you all. I love you more than life itself. Ozzy! Sharon! No, 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 here! Stop shouting at me! <laughs> That's the way we are. We're the Osbournes. I love it. He loves it. Too funny. He loves it. Too funny. Yes. <laughs> ah, James Reed, bling in a box. Hey. Sorry we're late. I know. Right. Apologize for... We get so engaged and involved in the e-news, we just lose track of time. Yeah. So, James Reed Jewelers, bling in a box. I've hidden five total jewelry boxes in the tri-state. You find one of the boxes and you win jewelry. And I give you clues every morning here at 640 and 840. Well, the fourth box has been found. Ooh. Good morning, Jason. How are you? I'm great, Jen. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. So I'm going to go over the clues. Then you tell me where you found the box, okay? Okay, sounds great. All right. The Cincy Metro is pretty darn big. Grab a drink, light a cig. Box number four, there's a twist. The exact spot is easily missed. Sometimes east, sometimes west. Which of the sides do you like best? Maybe it's there and maybe it's not. What's the last gift you've gotten or bought? I pulled right up and stayed in the car. I looked around, didn't see a bar. That being said, still plenty to do. Buy tops, bottoms, and shoes, to name a few. There's seven hills, but this ain't one. That's okay. It's still pretty fun. For those of us who love to look, take your wallet. Won't need a book. If you like pickles, go with dill. Got a headache? Take a pill. It's all a bustle this time of year. If you haven't started, get in gear. Jason, where'd you find the box? Crestview Hills Town Center in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Behind the Dillard's. Behind the Dillard's in a bush, wasn't oh, it? Oh, nice. Yeah. Tim and I were just there. We should have been looking. Yeah. <laughs> well, they have one of well, those new uh, painted hey, trees. The painted tree. And Cards by Jacob is going to be at the painted tree. <gasps> Yay. I know. We're Confirmed. very excited. We're very excited. You're welcome. We manifested that for I know, you while thanks. we were there. Appreciate <laughs> it. The application got approved. <laughs> so, well, Jason, tell me what cl- to find. You would have had a hard time finding it. It's really small. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's true. It's a little box. Damn so blind, what clue gave it away for you? I search Crestview Hills every year. Do <laughs> so you I, really? I saw Hills. And then Dill for Dillard's, of course. That was like <laughs> big light bulb. There you go. Well, well done. What is the number on the box? Okay. Let me see. Oh, it's number two. Number two on the box is $2,500 in James Free Jewelry. Wow. wow yeah. That's so amazing. That is Thank so you. Fun. It's like the best time of the year. <laughs> <laughs> you're a longtime player and a big time winner, and uh, you're pretty darn good at it, Jason. I'll give you that. <laughs> All right. Wonderful. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, you're welcome. All right. So here's the deal the fifth and final box. There's only one left. It is out there somewhere, and I'm going to give you your first clue here at 8:40 this morning and on James Free's Facebook page at 8:30. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an all- 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Exhausting. Being you? No. Oh. <laughs> These Kanye West stories, I just... Oh. He held a listening party in Miami on Monday night for Vultures. Okay. Sea of New Music out. Vultures, yeah, that's his upcoming album. And at one point, he wore a black KKK style hood. Kanye. He actually used similar imagery in his black skinhead video back in 2013, but it just it it hits differently now, given his recent comments about Jews. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Kanye. So yeah, that's the yeah. latest. I saw too that I think his new music from this, it's he samples the Backstreet Boys in one of his songs. Really? Really? Yeah, he that's put up a video. Choice, yeah, he put up a video over the weekend that like um samples that everybody song uh, that they put out. Oh. And he blends it together. And I'm yeah, wondering like did he just do that or is that something they're collabing on? Well, he's always sampled music. Like that's not yeah, new. you're I right. Mean, Shaka Khan and all this other stuff he sampled back in the day. Wow. Back streets, back. All, all right. right, all right. I think this is cute. So Julia Roberts has played a lot of iconic roles, right? A iconic lot of characters. Roles. I think so. I think you know, Pretty some woman. of the greatest greatest movies ever. So this is kind of cute. She was on CBS Mornings yesterday, and they asked her, where do you think your characters are now? And so here ah. are some that she talked about. <gasps> is Vivian working Vivian the streets Ward. again? No. <laughs> Vivian. She owns the streets now. No. Vivian is now a business mogul after Edward, played by Richard Gere, died peacefully in his sleep from a heart attack, and she took over. I like that, yeah. So that's what she... I don't know why she had to We're going with off. peacefully. But yes, yeah. I guess so. Maggie Carpenter from Runaway Bride is oh, still yeah. in a commit committed relationship with Ike, also played by Richard Gere. Yeah. She said He uh, died too? Yeah. She said he no, he's she says he doesn't die in this one. Oh, okay. <laughs> she killed him in the other one, but not this one. I do one. love Runaway Bride though. That's such a cute great movie. movie. Yeah, Did she killed a rich guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did she talk about Amanda, which is the character she plays in the new Netflix movie that everyone's talking about, Leave the World Behind? I just no, started watching oh, it. Is that good? I have it in my queue. Is we it worth I just started watching it. It's, okay. and you know what caught my attention to it was Ethan Hawke is in it. Yeah. yeah. Kevin and Bacon's I, in it. And I was like, is that Ethan Hawke? Like, what's going on? No, and so, I just watched Ethan Hawke in the uh, in the trilogy. Yes. Uh, so we watched it last night. Do you do you? How did you like it? Is it dumb? It starts off pretty. <laughs> no, like she is like she gives me a little bit of anxiety as her character. I really liked it. Yeah. Okay. okay. And Molly told us that she really liked it, but she hated the ending. I thought the ending was the absolute best part. So it's just so it's a movie then. It's not a series. <laughs> it's a movie. It's what it's, it's a, a movie. It's, it's about two, two hours, hours long. Yeah. Now. Okay. And right. that's why I turned it off because I was like, I don't have time to finish it. So I turned it off. I'm glad I watched it. That's. Do what you don't need to tell you what this means. This means it's not a happy ending because Tim enjoys it. I'm just kidding. 
Tim leans into the dark. It's a realist ending. <laughs> he likes them when they end real. Yeah. See, yeah. Molly and I happy. want everybody to get on the horse and ride off into the sunset, a la Runaway Bride. No. And yeah. I bet that doesn't happen. <laughs> I think you'll like it, Jeff. I okay. Don't, I don't think yeah. you're going to say it's my favorite movie ever, but I think right. you'll enjoy the watch. Uh, the trailer sucked me in, man. I was like, if Same. the trailer can make the hair stand on the back of my head, I'm in. Right. I did not want to watch it. Chris wanted to watch it. And I okay. I think I really liked it, and I don't think he did. God, I got I'll a list of so many today. things that Kristen wants nothing to do with, but we have enough shows like between us that we can find something. And usually, usually it's centered around like, House Hunters, House Hunters International, <laughs> Jeff Lewis Houselift. Uh, what else? We both like Frasier, so there's like certain sitcoms we can get into together. Uh, we both like The Morning Show. That's mm-hmm. one. Uh, we like that Lessons in Chemistry. That was mm-hmm. that was cute. Um, but outside, like when I start going to dark places like the Julia Roberts thing, that's when she tends to be. Be upstairs in a different room. Yeah. yeah. All right, so some of her other characters. Daisy from Mystic Pizza. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Still together with Charles, and they have, quote, a bunch of cute little kiddos. Anna Scott from Notting Hill. Oh, She and William, played by Hugh Grant, they have six kids. He still rents the bookshop. She's retired, but has a knitting annex. Also, <laughs> I don't buy that for one second. <laughs> she has maintained her waist size amazingly. Oh, yeah. He's not still living in Notting Hill. <laughs> and then do you remember Darby Shaw from The Pelican Brief? Yeah. That was a good movie. She said she and Denzel Washington's character. They Gray found her Grantham. dead in a landfill somewhere. No, they're quote oh. absolutely together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Talk about going dark. Jeez. Tim was like, yeah, you're totally going to love that movie, man. <laughs> That's great. That's why now I think I'm not going to finish it. <laughs> you two are going to like it. I'm out. What movie was it where she played? It was a true story of a woman who worked for a lawyer and. Or, oh, Aaron Brockovich. Yeah, Aaron Brockovich. Oh yeah, where yeah. is Aaron Brockovich is still out there and about? I think I've she does seen still her do law stuff. Pop yeah. up on TV every now and Correct. then. They're called boobs, Hal. Yeah, that was a good show. <laughs> That's good a great movie. movie. That's yeah. a great that movie. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, NBC is reportedly parting ways with legendary broadcaster Al Michaels ahead of the NFL playoffs. That was what? What? Yeah. Why? Uh, well, I guess break up with Al. Al was replaced on if because I noticed this too. Al was replaced on Sunday Night Football by Mike Tirico, mm-hmm. um, and Al had a contract to do NBC's playoff games, but I guess now that's not going to happen. Hmm. Uh, but Al's absence from the playoffs will mark the end of a storied run, as no one has called more Super Bowls on television than he has. Wow. Al Michaels and Pat Summerall are actually tied with 11 assignments to the NFL's biggest game. Ah, I like Al Michaels. He's one of my faves. Yeah, I do too. I think he's got a great voice. He's just, he's very comfortable in the booth. You know, that's his thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's got great stories. So let's remember Al's time on Sunday Night Football with our super cut of his football commentary that sounds dirty, but actually isn't. It's Sunday Night Football. So you've got two studs here. You see a lot of action. Sack comparison for these guys. Big. Hunter got in there, and I think still looking for that tight end. Just got a piece. Start slow, then he finished quicker. As Brandon Graham is able to get in there. So they work the middle, but not deep enough. Harrison Smith penetrates too deep. Gurley with a big hole. Just a little different feeling. Out of the gun, right in his face. Let's go to the field now. Check in with Michelle. Al, all I can say is... Bam! 
Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.